Hey everybody, Max Kevin here, Little TV Podcast, not too long. Oh, uh, well, uh, you know, I guess uh, I only make these things too often when I do. I only talk about the UFC, and I guess, I, got, I, got, I guess I'll start talking about the UFC yesterday. I don't know if you guys watched that fight night. Tiago Santos versus Hill, dude. Santos versus Hill. Of course, uh, if you guys are listening to uh, last week on the podcast, I went uh, I went four for four on my bets. Won all my bets. And uh, this week I put three bets on. I put uh, did like a four way parlay with the with the heavy favorites. And then uh, then I put twenty bucks on Vincente Luque. And then I put five bucks on uh, Santos. You know, and I lost the ball. I lost all of my bets. Fucking bullshit, dude. Like, I, I thought uh, Santos would probably lose, but, uh, you know, he just had the, the odds were really good. You know, he, he was like minus 300 almost, so I was like, why not? He has a chance. He has a chance, and he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was just, he's just too old, man. Too old and slow. Jamal Hill is just uh, younger and faster, yeah. But then, uh, fucking Luke, man, I, I put 20 bucks on Luke. That was my sure bet. He was against Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal's fucking terrible. Jeff Neal, I bet on him when he he fought Neil Magny, and he lost to Neil Magny. How do you lose to Neil Magny? How do you lose to Neil Magny and then beat Luke? Oh God! I mean, he looked a lot better. He looked, uh, he looked. Maybe he did a couple cycles of steroids. He looked a lot. He looked a lot better shape. And that left hand just kept getting through, man. He just kept throwing those jabs, little cutie jabs, little cutie crosses with that left. It's like after the first round, it's like, hey, Luke. He just keeps hitting you with the left hand. Maybe maybe watch that left hand, because that's all he's hitting you with, you know? Don't, in the second round there, he just kept hitting him with the left hand again. It's like, hey, Luke, watch that goddamn left hand, goddammit. Stop getting hit with the same goddamn punch. Every, oh, God. God, I'm never betting on Luke again. I can't, I can't believe how bad he's gotten. Like, he's gotten worse. He used to be so much better. I don't understand. He lost to uh, Bilal Muhammad. And then he lost, and, and I guess, I mean, that one could be chalked up to, like, it was a bad matchup, maybe he wasn't ready for the wrestling, but uh, Jeff Neal, he, he didn't wrestle at all. He just kept jabbing him with his left. Oh, God. I don't understand how Luke got so so much worse. He's, he's fucking terrible now. I mean, he used to be a contender. He used to be a contender fighting the best of the best. Now he can't even beat the, the fucking, he can't even beat Jeff Neal. Are you kidding me, dude? Luke, you owe me 20 bucks. Son of a bitch. Move your goddamn head. Anyway, uh, yeah, then, of course, I had, like, a four-way parlay with the heavy favorites, and the one guy was minus 650. He got knocked out in the first round by, uh, what is this, Avery? This guy, Avery? It's like, uh, should have bet on the other guy, huh? Should have bet on Avery, huh? Supposedly, they made that fight to make to make Avery retire, but now he's like, I'm, I'm back, dude. I'm coming for the check. His record's, like, 24 and 18 or something. He's got a terrible record, but, uh. Oh, man, I guess, uh, you know, you never know what happens in the UFC, huh? You never know what happens. Anyway, all my gains from last week are gone. Four for four last week, over three this week. Fucking bullshit, dude. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, let's see what uh, what was going on this week. You know, I was hacking up phlegm this week. You know, I'm, I'm starting to finally feel a little bit better. Finally, finally, <clears throat> you know, don't have, uh, I don't feel like there's something in my lungs, which is good, you know. It's good to feel that, you know. It's good to wake up and not feel like there's something in your lungs, you know. Um, did a little comedy show on uh, on Friday night there, you know. A little, little cute five minutes. 
Loki five. Man, it was all right, you know. Not uh, the audience wasn't too big. Maybe maybe about fifteen people there. You know, there were some guys in the military there. They were, they were a little drunk there. They're a little rowdy, you know. They're having a good time there. You know, it's like I'm telling my jokes and they're they're like laughing and talking to each other about it. I'm just, and I'm just thinking, it's like, all right, guys. Well, I've got five minutes here, so if you guys could uh, if you could finish up, stop laughing and talking with each other, that'd be good. I only got five minutes here, you know. So uh, let me. I mean, it's already been. I still got. I still got another joke, and it's been five minutes, thirty seconds. That they're, you know, they're they're showing me the light. They're gonna get me off, you know. Uh, but it's fine, you know. It's not. Uh, it's never a bad thing to. Uh, it's never a bad thing when your set goes long because of the laughter. I guess is what I'm saying, you know. But uh, yeah, there's this other dude, uh, the headliner there. Uh, I guess he. I guess he's somewhat new in Japan in the J- Japan scene. And, like I didn't. Uh, I didn't know him. He wasn't here. He wasn't here before I left. But now he's here, now that I come back. And he's really good, man. His name's, uh, what's his name? Sean, Sean Flanagan? Oh, man, he's he fucking killed it, dude. He fucking killed it, you know. And uh, I was just really impressed with his set there. And uh, not just his jokes, not just his jokes, because the, the, the jokes are all well-written and everything, but just his uh, his crowd work, too, man. He's, he's great with the crowd. He's great with the crowd. He's great with the writing. I oh, mean, he's just great at everything. It's just, uh, it's, it's, good, it's good to uh, see people like that, you know. Because uh, basically, I just want to be the best, you know. And uh, to be the best, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, as Max Holloway says, to be the best, you gotta fight the best. You know, I guess in comedy, that's kind of what it is. You know, we, we sort of compete. I guess it's a, it's a, it's, it's a somewhat competition when we go up there and perform. You know, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's great to have um, it's great to have uh, talented comedians over here in Tokyo. You know, because the, the the pool of comedians is much is much uh, smaller than uh, in uh, in America, of course. And the uh, the pool of talented comedians is even smaller, you know? and the pool of people that can really fucking kill it is uh, incredibly small. Uh, I mean, of course, in America too, you know. I mean, like when I was in San Diego, you know, there's probably 200, 300 comedians, you know, maybe 50 of them are pretty good, and maybe 10 of 10 of those 50 can really fucking kill it, you know. And I guess I guess so. What's that like? What? 310 that's like what 3% yeah i say i guess that's probably that's probably that's probably the uh the normal average you know no, however many comedians you have probably 20% of them are good and 3% of them can really fucking kill it you know so anywho anywho uh yeah you know, i know i was just feeling kind of shit this week you know and whenever i do comedy shows i was i always feel good afterwards you know it's like exercise you know you never want to do it Never want to do it, but then afterwards you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Look how fucking buff I am. Look at me in the mirror, dude. My fucking muscles. Don't look at my stomach, though. Just look at my fucking buys. My buys and my tries are fucking bulging, dude. Don't. I need to cover up my stomach with a shirt or something. But look at my buys and tries, dude. The veins pumping through. So yeah, I'm always you know you're always in a better mood after you have a after you have a good set there you know. It's great you know making people laugh you know. I guess like like with sex you you know you uh, you you give people orgasms you know. You, you know, sex feels good because like you give I guess, I guess you get an orgasm I guess I guess kind of depends on the person you know. I guess there's selfish people that just want to give their own orgasm, get their own orgasm and then you know the givers you know. I'm a giver you know. I like to give other people orgasms you know. I guess that's like what it's like with comedy, except you're not you're not really giving them an orgasm, but you're giving them laughter, which is kind of it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing, you know. It's it's a it's a good feeling, good happy feeling that you're 
that you're giving other people that they wouldn't have had, you know? So I guess comedy's like sex, basically, is what I'm trying to say here, you know? It's basically like sex, but instead of orgasms, you give laughter, you know? You give the gift of laughter, and it's like, if there's 50 people in the audience, you're, you're making 50 people come. It's basically... <laughs> ah! I feel like I'm too sexual with my jokes sometimes, you know? Gotta, uh, gotta write some clean material for network television. Oh, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, what else is going on? And I'm trying to, I want to try to get, uh, try to try to be productive here in those last couple weeks. These last couple weeks, I haven't been productive at all, you know? Been sick with the goddamn COVID and then the fucking, I don't know, I guess maybe like acute pneumonia or something. I don't know what it was, but there's something in my goddamn lungs, but, uh, uh, trying to be, uh, of course, you know, this this is always the fight, trying to be more productive here, you know, I, uh, so what I did yesterday, I just deleted, I deleted some video games on my computer, I'm like, not, not playing those games anymore, right, you're a working man, you gotta be a working man, you can't be playing games, you gotta do work, dude, you know, cause I just feel like there's so many, there's so many things, so many projects I want to work on, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, if I was productive all day, every day, I'd, I'd be, I'd have so much more money. Like, I, like I'm kind of realizing the reason I'm poor and unsuccessful is because I'm not productive all day, you know? And so that's kind of my goal. My goal is I want to spend one day being, being productive the whole fucking day, you know? Like eight, eight to 10 hours of productivity. That's, that's a really, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Cause I usually tap out at like two to four hours. And two to four hours of productivity, I'm just like, oh, God, damn it, you know? But uh, I really want to do, like, the whole day, eight to ten hours, you know? I wonder, and I feel like if I if I did, if I I did just did it once, it would be easier to do it again, you know? So uh, I'm going to try to do that. It, it's tough just thinking about it. Even just thinking about it, I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't understand. Why do we have these voices in our head? Like evolutionary wise, it doesn't really make any sense, right? It's like the the productive, the productive mindset should be the dominant. Like there are a lot of people like this, you know, like the Warren Buffetts of the world that just want to work all day. You know, that makes more sense evolutionary wise. You know, the, this fat lazy fuck syndrome that I got. I don't know how did that even. How how did this even get it itself into the DNA? You know, this is not going to be. You know, was ancient man, you know, ancient man's out there fighting uh, fighting the bears. Fighting the bears and the and the lions and the tigers, and the girls like there's a tiger. He's he's tearing up our village. He's killing all of our our brothers and sisters. And the one guy's like, yeah, I've gotta think. I'm just gonna kind of relax here, you know, scratch my balls, feeling kind of lazy. Don't want to fight the tiger. He's like, but it's killing everybody. All my guys killing our babies. Like, yeah, maybe I'll do that tomorrow. I don't know. I don't, you know, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I don't understand. I don't understand how how did my behavior how did this, how did this fat lazy fuck syndrome get get into our DNA? I don't understand, man. You know, so anyway, uh, I don't know. I just got a lot of different things I want to work on. You know, different little cute little books or cute little cute little drawings. I, you know, so I got uh, I got a lot of stuff I could be doing. I got a lot of stuff I could be doing. You know, of course, uh, the new Predator movie came out. I don't know if you guys heard about this new Predator movie. It's called Prey, which is that's the opposite of Predator. And uh, I haven't I haven't seen it yet, you know. My friend, uh, you know, it's getting it's getting good reviews. Everyone's saying check it out. My my buddy's telling me I don't know. 
I was I've been uninterested in that movie just like as soon as I've heard the premise. He's like gonna go back and fight the fight the Comanches or something. He's like, oh, that sounds fucking badass, you know. And then the main character is a woman, and you're just like, oh god, oh, oh, all right. I mean, I don't want to be too sexist here or anything, you know. But it's just like you know, of course, a lot of a uh, lot of a uh, lot of media recently has uh, the soup the new superhero, strong black woman. You know, doesn't really matter if even if, if it's not a superhero movie, it could be like a police drama. Or something, you know, or like a martial arts movie, but there's all there's definitely going to be a strong black woman. <laughs> I I saw this one TV show about the Vikings, and the Viking the Viking queen is a strong black woman. <laughs> I was like, oops, oopsies, that's maybe maybe a little overboard there, you know. I don't think they had too many strong black women in the uh, in the Nordic countries a thousand years ago. I'm not even sure they probably knew what those were, you know. Um, but uh, of course, this movie, you know. It, and nothing against that. I understand. I understand that narrative. You know the uh, the the uh, or not even a woman, just like the weak person. You know, I mean, I, th- I feel like I feel like the the prey movie. The the premise would a lot been a lot better if like even if it wasn't a woman. You know, if it was a man, and like all the other Comanche guys are all fucking badass warriors, and he's just like a little weak little bitch. You know, and he's like, I want to be a warrior too. You know, and then he goes on like the the warrior journey or whatever they have him do. You know. Goes on the spiritual and he fails and like you can't be a warrior and he's like oh god damn it you know it kind of it would make more sense you know the fact that it's a woman doesn't really make any sense because like you know this is three hundred years ago and these goddamn tried that I mean they don't exactly have women's rights back then you know especially in these fucking fucking Indian tribes I mean it's a total modern mindset you know they they put like three hundred years ago so it's kind of a I guess a revisionist history I guess is the best way to say you know. But I think it, it totally misses the, 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 the purpose of the of the Predator movie, like the very first Predator movie. You know, it's not it's not just about fighting an alien. You know, that's it, it, I mean, the movie itself is about masculinity. You know, about fucking toxic masculinity, dude. You know, it's like all of these guys are the fucking most badass motherfuckers. They're all fucking huge. You know, there, there's a close up shot of these two guys high fiving or like grabbing their arms. And just flexing their biceps, and the camera just zooms in and focuses on their flexing biceps. You know, it's al- it's almost homoerotic. That that that's how masculine this movie is. You know, the original Predator. You know, and it's about them all being fucking badasses and displaying like the most uh, stereotypical, stereotypical like masculine badass. You know, testosterone uh, behavior. I guess you know. Like the the one Indian dude in in the original Predator movie, you know, he's like, "Fuck this!" We're all, like they're on that that bridge, and he's like, "I'm gonna fight him one on one," you know. And he like takes off his shirt, puts on his war paint, and he's like, "We're fighting hand to hand," you know. Of course, you never get to see the hand to hand fight, but like, like that's the whole premise of the movie is that all these guys are are fucking badasses, you know. And I haven't even seen this Prey movie, but I, I don't know. It, it, are the other the other Indian guys? Do they ever show them being fucking badasses? You know. Like, I feel like if you were going to make this movie where they're fighting the Indians, it should be like, he should be fighting like the most brutal, ruthless Indian tribe, right? I mean, like, you see that movie Bone Tomahawk? I mean, that's that's who he should have been fighting is those fucking Bone Tomahawk guys. Those guys were fucking badass, right? They fucking, <laughs> that tribe of idiots, they, they chopped the arms and legs off their women, you know, and blinded them. You know, so the, the women were basically just like for making babies, you know, they couldn't even move. They couldn't even do anything, you know? 
That's how sadistic this tribe was. You know, that's who the predator would be fighting. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be fighting these tribes that even just, like, allow women to, like, question the warriors. Are you fucking kidding me? He'd be fighting the fucking badasses that are fucking cutting dudes in half from their balls while, while uh, Kurt Russell is screaming, Whoa, whoa we're gonna kill you, you know? I mean, that, that, that's the kind of movie that I imagine. Uh, there would be a Predator movie. It would, would be them fighting these... Like, I mean, the fucking... I mean, there's, there's tribes of Indians. They're, they're, they were just like cannibals, you know? They'd fucking scalp you. I mean, that's that's what the Predator should be fighting, is these fucking badass people, you know? Anyway, I might check it out. I might still see it, but... Uh, just my original reaction, just from seeing the trailer, just the, the whole premise of the movie is wrong. And the whole, you know, it's, it's, it's meant to be a fucking homoerotic, masculine, testosterone, fucking jizz fest, you know? It's fucking, it's supposed to be something gay men can beat off to, alright? It's not supposed, it's not supposed to be something like... You know, women. Uh, women can be like, "Yeah, we did it, girl power." You know, that's not the that's not the goddamn premise of the goddamn Predator movies. All right, all right. It's about it's about oiled up, muscled men showing off their bodies so the gay guys can beat off to it later. You know. Anyway, thanks for listening. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow.